Hello and welcome to this episode of Macro Sutra. Now, yesterday the budget came out and right after the budget, Radhika and I brought you the quick highlights from the budget, what we could glean in just a short amount of time. But now Radhika has a longer time period. She's analyzed the budget. She's been able to look at it in a more deeper way. And that's what we're going to discuss in this episode of Macro Sutra. I'm TCA Sharad Raghavan, Deputy Editor at The Print. And this is, of course, uh, Radhika Pandey, Associate Professor at NIPFP. Thank you, Radhika, for joining us Thank once you, again. Sharad. So now, Radhika, the, the biggest upshot from the budget, from all of the commentary, is, that, is the talk about fiscal discipline. Right. But now that you've had some time to look at the numbers, can you tell us? How they managed to be so disciplined in their fiscal numbers? How did they manage to bring the fiscal deficit to 5.8 where their target was 5.9? Yeah, so the overall target was 5.9 for this uh, financial year. But uh, as per the revised estimates, the target is 5.8% of GDP. Right. Uh, one of the reason is, of course, the uh, better performance of direct taxes, not so much of indirect taxes, but mm -hmm. better performance of uh, direct taxes. But on the expenditure side, if we see, there are two mixed trends, you know, revenue expenditure, they were, they had to uh, spend more than what they had budgeted. Mostly subsidies. Uh, yes, mostly subsidies. Right. We can talk about that in detail. So revenue expenditure uh, exceeded the target, mm -hmm. uh, but on capital expenditure, the target as we know was uh, 10 lakh crore but if we look at the revised estimates uh, it is uh, somewhat less than that it is around 50000 crore lower than the budgeted target okay so primarily the reduction in fiscal deficit that has been achieved is primarily on account of one uh, better performance of direct taxes but more importantly savings that the government uh, has been able to do and that saving is uh, that reduction in expenditure is on the capital account so on capital uh, expenditure, while the budgeted amount was 10 lakh crore, the actual amount that has been spent as per the revised estimates is lower than that. Uh, it is uh, lower by 50,000 crore. So that is the uh, main reason. And if we look at the why they why there was an underspending there in capex, in capex, mm. one of the reason was that the uh, the scheme which is we know that uh, a component of that 10 lakh crore is uh, the scheme for capital assistance to states. The 50-year interest-free loans. Yes, the 50-year right. interest-free loans, uh, which was budgeted at uh, 1.3 lakh crore mm -hmm. out of the 10 lakh crore. Uh, a part of that has not been taken up by the state. So that is one reason for the... Uh, not the complete uh, utilization of capital expenditure. Right. So there is a shortfall there. Twenty six thousand crore has uh, is has been has not been spent. Okay. Uh, so that is one reason, and the other is uh, capital support to oil marketing companies was uh, budgeted for uh, this financial year. That mm -hmm. has also been deferred to uh, next financial year. That is FY twenty five. So these are the two main reasons for the underspending on capital expenditure by uh, 50,000 crore. But overall, if we see the number is uh, again good. If we talk about the other constituents like roads and railways, there the numbers are encouraging. Hmm. It's mainly due to the fact that states have not been able to utilize the entire 
uh, amount that was allocated for capital support to them that is one major reason for the uh, saving that we are seeing in the uh, capital expenditure and then overall uh, getting reflected in the fiscal deficit numbers right okay so now you say that uh, the revised estimates for this current year the capex number is slightly yeah. lower right so now the capex that they have projected they will yes. spend in yes. the next year yes. how much growth is that over the revised estimates yes. not what they budgeted yeah so the growth there is now 17% or 16.9% to I be see. precise because what the fm uh, uh, mentioned in her speech was that there is an 11% increase over the budgeted uh, right. estimate so on 10 lakh crore there is a 11% increase mm -hmm. which comes to 11.11 lakh crore uh, but given that the number is lower by 50000 crore the growth is growth becomes higher because yeah, your base course. is lower so growth uh, expected the growth projected over the revised estimates is 16.9% do you feel this is a realistic uh, target it is realistic it is doable one of the main thing is that you know now that the states have been again given the 50 year uh, interest free loan mm -hmm. instead of borrowing from the market they might prefer to uh, take up this loan to right. do capital expenditure because we've seen last time um, in this financial year market borrowings by states have increased uh, to a great extent uh, particularly this quarter so now states do have an alternative to uh, use this window for capital expenditure of course there are these conditionalities involved that you know you have to show that you are using it for capital expenditure right of course and uh, there is a first sanction happens and then disbursement happens all those things are there but states do have an option to not rely too much on market borrowings and use this window so uh, if that is the case i think the uh, target is doable or again we'll be closer to that so okay. it's uh, good to fix a target but it's not that unrealistic as say uh, you know 37% increase over right. realized uh, revised estimate so there we see that the target is uh, quite reasonable it is ambitious but it is uh, doable okay and uh, now coming to the other major uh, expenditure which is subsidy expenditure right. uh, what have the revised numbers for the current year shown and what are they projecting for the next year yeah so if we look at the subsidies for the current year the uh, budgeted amount overall was 3.74 lakh crore mm -hmm. okay so and that is a sum of three main subsidies food fertilizer and petroleum and fuel now yes. uh, now all these three uh, on uh, the expenditure on all these three subsidies exceeded the budgeted target right. uh, for different reasons food subsidy increase because we know that uh, the free food grain scheme which was earlier till december has been extended by 5 years so that means that we have to make allocation for the jan to march period right. so that will result in an increase in allocation for uh, food subsidy we also saw that uh, the msp the minimum support price uh, was hiked were uh, raised for different uh, food grains during the course of this financial year mm -hmm. so that has resulted in increase in allocation for uh, food subsidy so uh, food subsidy we uh, see an increase in uh, allocation uh, increase in 
outlay so that is one reason the other for petroleum subsidy we have seen a big jump you know because what was uh, budgeted was somewhere around 2000 crore right what we see in the revised estimate is 12000 crore so it's almost wow. a 10000 crore jump right. because of the subsidy that was provided to the uh, uh, ujwala uh, scheme users the subsidy right. that was provided and also no ap- apart from ujwala they expanded it to actually everybody right to everybody yeah. yes so that has resulted in an increase in allocation for uh, petroleum subsidy and also fertilizers we already know because of the increase in prices uh, during the uh, demand for grants they hmm. increased the allocation for fertilizer right. subsidy so for all the three components we have seen an increase in allocation and therefore the revised estimate of uh, subsidy overall has crossed 4 lakh crore wow that is the revised okay. estimate for this financial year that is 20 fy24 now for the next financial year as well the allocation uh, is elevated but not to the same extent okay. it is 3.87 lakh crore so that right. is the um, amount that has been allocated under the budget budgeted estimate for fy25 within this of course the main component is food subsidy mm. where more than half is food subsidy 2. Uh, more than 2 lakh crore is allocated for food subsidy and that is uh, again because of the extension of the free food grain scheme and considering that there could be high food inflation and support has to be provided in the form of minimum support prices so if we look at fr- uh, compare the revised estimates of uh, subsidy with the uh, budget estimate of mm-hmm. subsidies we see that there is a uh, decline from 4.1 lakh crore to 3.87 lakh crore right. but it is still higher as compared to the budgeted estimate of the uh, the last current year, year. Uh, of, i mean of the current, the year. current right. year so that is the uh, picture emerging from uh, subsidies and that takes a major chunk of our revenue expenditures so of it's course. good to uh, you know it's uh, uh, important to analyze the major drivers of subsidy and the outlay that has been uh, allocated for the various components right and now speaking about uh, major components of revenue expenditure right. the other major component from your article we can see it seems to be uh, interest payments, interest payments yeah. and that, that this is showing a worrying trend at yeah. least the projection for next year could you tell us about yeah. that so interest payments is always you know something to uh, look out for because uh, if we look at one of the main components of deficit you know one is fiscal deficit one is revenue deficit mm-hmm. the other is primary deficit right and what is primary deficit it is the uh, expenditure after excluding the interest payments mm. so it is the non interest expenditure the excess of non interest expenditure over receipts so right. that is your primary Uh, deficit which is a very crucial indicator for assessment of debt sustainability so we would want to have the interest payments uh, you know in within limits because if interest payments are higher that will squeeze expenditure for other uh, uh, activities maybe of capital course. expenditure or productive other expenditures now if we look at uh, interest payments first look at this financial year comparing be and re of FY24 mm-hmm. we see that there has been a uh, encouraging amount of savings here you know so there what was budgeted it is lower than that okay but when we compare uh, the revised estimates with the budgeted estimates for FY25 there is a big jump of almost 1.4 lakh crore 
in the uh, interest payment, wow. uh, which makes it, uh, you know, uh, in terms of share, interest payment has become 25% of the overall expenditure. Revenue one, expenditure or total? Overall, one-fourth. One-fourth of the total expenditure. Wow. So, uh, that is a big uh, uh, number uh, because we need to curtail uh, interest uh, payments, which is one of the uh, committed expenditure. What we need to see is what happens to interest rates, you know. If mm. the interest rates on uh, borrowings become lower in the next financial year, right. maybe the interest outgo will be lower. Maybe that could can, be. it could be because right. that has that is what is, has happened this year. Mm. You know, if there is one very important statement that comes out uh, from the uh, budget documents, which is the statement of deviations. Yes. You know, where we see uh, they highlight some of the components where there is a major deviation between the budget estimate and the revised estimate. And the revised, right. And they give the reason for that also. And one of the components there listed is interest payments for mm -hmm. the current financial year because what they had budgeted and what they had uh, revised, there is a big difference because revised estimates are lower. So right. interest rate was lower. So interest outgo was lower. But again, in the next financial year, they have targeted a higher amount it may well be that that also comes to be lower, lower. in the revised okay. estimate. So, that is the picture on the interest payments. Right. And now, on uh, we've talked about expenditure, but about the money coming in, right. they've projected corporate and income tax uh, both to grow 13% uh, yes. in the next financial year. Yes. Is this also an achievable target, you feel? Yes. So, if we look from the tax receipt side, the uh, targets are set again quite... Uh, they are not ambitious, they are reasonable, they are broadly in line with the trend that we have been seeing over the last uh, few years. Mm -hmm. uh, and therefore, uh, if you see gross tax revenue, growth has been projected at 11.5%. Right. If we look at net tax revenue, which is after we exclude the share that goes to states, mm -hmm. uh, the devolution of the tax amount that goes to states, the net tax revenue is uh, projected at 11.9%. So, we have been seeing that, you know, the growth in taxes have are projected at 10 to 11% right. uh, overall. Uh, and there is a variation amongst the various components. So, we've seen that direct taxes are have been doing better and therefore they have projected direct taxes at a higher level. But this is a 13% growth on an already high base. So, that's, it seems still, believable. Yes, yes. yes. The, okay. Because on the um, uh, indirect taxes, they have projected a lower growth. Lower growth, okay. 5%, 5.5%. So, that is the growth for excise and custom. Mm. And we saw duty cuts happening uh, in this financial year. So, right. uh, there we are seeing slower growth, but direct taxes uh, are uh, fine. I, I think they are broadly in line. There may be minor slippage, but overall, uh, they seem fine. Okay. And also, when we express in terms of GDP, that is another metric, you know, what is the tax to GDP ratio? Right. What is the direct tax to GDP ratio? We are seeing that they are broadly in line with what we have been seeing over the last uh, two, three years. So, it's 7.8%, 7.9% uh, is the uh, tax to GDP ratio in terms of net uh, tax to GDP ratio. So, they, they look uh, uh, fine uh, uh, there. The non-tax revenues. Yes, I was going to ask about, you say, even disinvestment. You no, know, no, disinvestment is your non-debt non ca capital, capital receipts. Right. So, if we look at from the revenue side, we have the tax revenue and the non-tax non -tax revenue. revenue. Right. 
So if we look at the non-tax revenues, there they have again kept a higher amount based mm-hmm. on buoyed by what they uh, got in this financial year. So that would be dividends. That would be dividend. That right. would be the dividends uh, and profits uh, from RBI, from public sector entities, public mm-hmm. sector banks, and there they have budgeted 1.5 lakh crore. So what we are seeing is that the share of non-tax revenue is picking up. Is rising. Uh, so again. Mm-hmm. The implicit assumption is that the RBI will again transfer a healthy amount of dividends to the government of India. Right. That is something to be seen. It may not be that high as we saw. Because last it needs year. to maintain its buffers yes, as well. They need to maintain their buffers, and there are a lot of things that go into uh, their calculation of buffers, yeah. the provisioning that they have to make for different uh, uh, items like for uh, interest rate changes, the mm-hmm. foreign exchange changes. So that's a different discussion altogether. But they are assuming that more than one. One lakh crore is again going to come from RBI and public sector banks as dividends. So right. it may or may not be. So that is something to be seen. But on uh, tax revenues, the numbers look achievable. Okay, and uh, now coming to disinvestment right. uh, again. In your article, you pointed out that the fifty thousand crore target that they have set for next year. Yeah. Even though it's lower than the what they had set in last year's budget. It's still challenging. You it's you're saying challenging because you know we have seen that uh, they have been scaling down their uh, uh, budget estimates for disinvestment. So for last financial year, I mean for this year, it was kept at sixty one thousand crore. Right. But if we look at the actual numbers, uh, it's not even twenty thousand crore as of now. The right. actual numbers, but the revised estimates are have been pegged at thirty thousand crore. Mm. And on top of that, again, there is a, uh, you know, fifty thousand crore is the amount. So for the next financial year. For the year. next financial year. So yeah. either there has to be a proper articulation of policy that you know they are going ahead with uh, disinvestment of uh, their stakes in various public sector and entities, hmm. which they did announce uh, in the budget of the COVID and the uh, budget. Speech after COVID, but they did not right. do anything about that. Uh, so either there is a shift in policy that you know they become more uh, enthusiastic about uh, selling uh, stakes their uh, stakes in the public sector entities. If that does not happen, then again, if there's just these minor uh, sales. It looks challenging because looks, we have right. not been able to achieve for this year, and all those uh, disinvestment uh, uh, targets will shift to the next financial year. So. That seems a bit challenging. Right, and now uh, there was a lot of talk that this budget actually didn't have any populist moves, mm-hmm. and I guess the closest we can come to calling something a populist move in this budget would be the enhanced allocation for uh, MG Narega and the enhanced allocation and widening of the housing scheme PM right. Awas Yojana. But these were actually more. Necessary than being populist, right? Right, they were necessary because we have seen that last year uh, the government had uh, steeply slashed the allocation for the rural jobs guarantee program right. uh, from more than one lakh crore to sixty thousand crore, and it came under sharp criticism that time. Mm-hmm. And this time also, we have seen that they had to allocate more. So 
it's not that they have allocated more for the uh, next financial year they had to allocate more for this year as well for this so, current year yeah so 60000 crore uh, the revised estimates are 86000 crore right. so it is good that they have maintained that 86000 crore allocation for the next financial year as uh, as well so it's not that you know after realizing that they have to, to increase again they have slashed in the next financial year right. they haven't done so which so means that they feel decision. the the base demand for narega they feel is going to be at least that Yes. So, and that is uh, the estimate that you know. If we look at some of the people who have worked on this uh, uh, field, they they do see that at least ninety thousand crore has to be allocated for Manrega. So, uh, it's a reasonable number. There could be some upshot to this also. There could be some uh, you know uh, some allocation, but it looks reasonable and it's a it, it's a welcome decision that they have allocated more than 26000 crore right. uh, as compared to the budgeted estimate of this financial year to the rural jobs uh, guarantee scheme because if we look at the data we see that the demand for work under uh, uh, mg narega remains elevated it's not that it's gone down people mm. do need work under this scheme yeah. uh, so it's good that they have allocated that much amount there and same, the push for the construction sector construction, and yeah. employment that through exactly, Avas. Yeah, that is uh, actually a good thing and it tallies well with their uh, support to CapEx also. Right. Because there we are seeing that, uh, you know, because of the continued support to uh, CapEx, the industries like steel, cement, they are doing well. Mm. We are seeing a sustained uh, increase in steel consumption or right. and all the ancillary industries that are linked to the infra push strategy of the government. And here uh, it actually uh, the uh, push towards housing uh, serves as a two pronged measure. On the one side, it uh, gives support to the uh, lower middle income uh, uh, segment who do not have houses or who are staying in illegal or chores. Mm. So they are giving support and at the same time, there is also a push to employment generation, right. not only to those who are getting involved, but also again to the other sectors who have backward linkages with the housing uh, sector. Right. So that way it is a good uh, scheme. This push is good uh, for a number of reasons for providing support as well as uh, providing employment generation. Right. And now uh, uh, coming to a few audience questions. We have a question from uh, Nagarjuna, uh, which is that will the budget include any tax cuts? Now, I can answer this for you. The budget did not include any tax cuts. The FM was quite categorical. She said this is an interim budget and it's not going to have any sort of tax cuts. If you want to see any tax cuts, then I think you'll have to wait for July when the full budget is presented. Uh, Sankalp has a question, which is that he asks, uh, don't you think that uh, enhanced allocations for uh, schemes like PM Kisan is a more efficient approach than increasing subsidies. Or he asks, uh, are there market distorting, uh, distorting factors or collusion that makes it necessary to go for subsidies? So I think there there is a slight difference between they both are actually both are in the realm of subsidies. If you right. look from the international literature, if we look what the US would say, US would also say that PM Kisan is also a subsidy. Hmm. This is a subsidy of a different kind where you are providing income support. Any kind of income support is also a subsidy. So that is income support, whereas the other subsidy that we call here subsidy is right. mostly a price support uh, mechanism. Yeah. Even when we are providing minimum support prices, when we are increasing minimum support prices, 
that is also a kind of uh, a subsidy a subsidy so mm. uh, subsidy has a wider uh, meaning especially in the indian context and there are various instruments through which subsidies or support is being uh, uh, provided so uh, they are necessary for example fertilizer subsidy that was needed because there was a increase in prices because of global headwinds we saw right. increase in the input prices of fertilizer so uh, that was needed and to some extent yes uh, there is some element of populism especially during raksha bandhan the petrol right. subsidies uh, were hiked when uh, the cylinder subsidies were uh, given so it's not just that they are waiting for budget they give during the course of the year as well but some subsidies were needed to provide a support especially for agriculture for farmers given that you know the gva is the gross value addition in agriculture mm. has been subdued due to a number of uh, factors so this kind of support is needed at least for some time till agriculture recovers and there is less of a uh, uh, you know uh, adverse impact from global headwinds happening but we if we look at overall if we look at subsidies uh, according to this government we see that subsidy as a share of gdp is gradually coming down it is coming down it's coming right. down so it's not that the, the government is going uh, very uh, they are spending a lot on subsidies wherever there a need arises which is an absolute necessity uh, given the global challenges then subsidy allocation has to be increased right okay so there you go uh, a deeper look at the budget shows how they have managed to be fiscally disciplined most of it is because capital expenditure in this current year has come in lower than what they had budgeted uh, but at the same time their subsidy expenditure increased it was higher than what they had budgeted the intervening the the, the balance has been uh, bridged because direct tax collections have been stronger in the upcoming year there are a few concerning points such as interest payments now projected to form one quarter of all expenditure which is a very large amount to tie up in something like interest payments tax revenue is going to again see healthy growth which is a great thing uh now of course we need to see what's going to happen how subsidy expenditure in the next year will play out but overall it looks like a disciplined budget it looks like they have kept to the course of uh, fiscal consolidation now we'll have to wait till july to see the full year's budget to see actually what the new government plans <laughs>